at SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Okay, let's go live to Ekabecha. Then, and that's where we find the president, Alan Fritz. Good evening, President, and thank you very much for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Good evening, Tabiso. It's good to be on your show again. Thank you, sir. Two days of the champs. Yes, thank you. How have things gone so far after two days? Things are going well, above uh, all expectations. Uh, you know that uh, COVID has hit us very, very bad. Uh, our athletes couldn't prepare, uh, but uh, thanks, uh, we started uh, tra- resuming training in September last year. Sorry, I was running up the stairs. No problem, no problem, um, no problem, President. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe let's get training. you... Just hold that thought. We'll just try and get you on a better line because I was also losing you there. Maybe it's because uh, the president was going up the stairs there. Um, that's why we couldn't get... I mean, that's why the line wasn't that great. So we're going to try and fix the line there. But yeah, do follow. If you do follow swimming, they are streaming these national champs, actually. Uh, so there is a stream available on... I saw it on YouTube. That's where I was watching it yesterday uh, on YouTube. So you can follow that up. I think I also think it's on their Facebook page, actually, uh, Swimming South Africa's Facebook page. And the big stars are all there in Kabecha. The president will tell us all about it. Who is there? Chetley Cross... <laughs> Chetley Cloy is also there. Okay, we've got the president back on the line. Sorry about that, uh, uh, President. You were just telling us about the preparations and the challenges caused by COVID. Yes, uh, and in September we were given a, a, a look. We were given in, in level three. We were given a go ahead by uh, the government uh, to resume training. We had our first competition then, uh, which was the regional short course championship. Uh, there were some good indications that our swimmers uh, uh, are in good in good shape. Uh, we were very, very concerned because it is an Olympic year. Uh, we had the National Short Course Championship in Peter Maritzburg, some pretty good times to swim there. Uh, then, uh, really, uh, our coaches, uh, we had the sessions with them in terms of putting our squads together, uh, creating a Grand Prix series, uh, some good times to swim. Uh, and... Uh, Today and, and yesterday, uh, here in uh, Kabecha, uh, uh, can I speak a little bit of Tosa? Okay, and Kabecha is going really well above our expectations. You, you know that we had challenges with our premium uh, swimming venue in Durban. Kings Park. Uh, and uh, we had to move it down to Port Elizabeth or Kabecha. Mm. And uh, it seems to me Kabecha is a, is, a, is a good hunting ground for lots of our swimmers, real fast times. We've seen two records gone, a South African record and an African record. Mm. Um, uh, uh, our top swimmers are really performing above our expectations, as I said. And we look forward to uh, uh, this trials uh, producing at least around 10 to 12 qualifiers for the Olympics. And, of course, uh, we're looking at two relay, relay teams, uh, uh, so it's important for us to uh, make the country proud. I can't talk at this stage about medals, mm. but if you look at uh, some of our swimmers in terms of Chad, uh, Aaron Gallagher and Matthew Sates, uh, Tatiana, uh, the, 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 the Priya, Kaylin. Uh, and even the, the Besson twins, uh, mm. They're really swimming well, and I'm, I'm really, really pleased because I was very, very concerned. We are about seven to eight months behind the rest of the world. Uh, there's very few countries that went into the hard lockdown for sport that we went into, 
And I uh, took a decision um, to support our government in this regard because the primary for our government and our leader, uh, President Ramaphosa, it was about saving lives with mm. uh, Dr. Nkize. Uh, and Swing was really behind the decisions to ensure that uh, we comply fully with the health protocols. Uh, and and in so doing that, uh, even in the events that we had, we had doubled the protocols to make sure mm. that Everybody is safe because swimming is a labor-intensive sport. Uh, there's lots of technical officials around the swimming pool, lots of coaches involved, uh, and uh, it, it has been a very, very good time for us. Uh, COVID hasn't even been good for swimming. Our athletes has grown. Our database has grown in terms of athletes registering with the federation. So it looks, it looks well and looks promising for depth in our organization okay. from an athlete perspective, and, and we are very, very happy uh, we don't know um, much at this stage about uh, what the SESCOC requirements would be in terms of size of team, but swimming will definitely be in that bunch that are going to Tokyo. No, that's wonderful to hear. And I actually did see one of those records that you were mentioning uh, yesterday, Tatiana Skumakas in the 50-meter breaststroke there. I think she, she broke a record twice in, on the same yes. day yesterday. Yes. And, and talking about that, you've mentioned the depth, President, especially when it comes to the female swimmers. I was at Rio 2016. There were no female swimmers in the pool. But now we have a few. I mean, there's Dune Kutier, Rebecca Meda, there's Kaylin Corbett, Tatiana. We Aaron, all know Aaron what... Gallagher. Erin Gallagher, yes. And we all know what Tatiana can do. What's changed? Okay, okay. Um, look, uh, it's not by by chance. It's really by design. Our mm. high performance uh, manager, uh, Dean Price, uh, and our senior coaches got together about four years ago uh, and really started looking at female swimming in detail. What what makes female swimming swimmers exit the system? Uh, we, and pu- uh, puberty is a very, very big impact on, on females than, than on males. And as long as you keep uh, them in the system, because mm-hmm. it's a natural progression that performance dips during puberty, uh, but if you can pull them through there, and that's what we're managing at this point in time. It's very scientific, and uh, we do rely a lot on, on, on science in our sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, but managing the system, I think that's what Dean Price got right. Uh, and the focus on female, I mean, uh, if you look at uh, Rocco Mayron from, from Tux, um, the head coach there, uh, what he got right uh, in terms of supporting uh, the female swimmers within his squad, uh, Graham Hill got right and, and, and other of our senior coaches, and talking to one another what problems they're having and motivating the, the girls is a, is a real big factor. So it's really by design what we got right in, in, in women's swimming. Yes, and and we could have we could have a lot of them in the relay teams, eh? We could have a couple of relay teams, yeah. We could have a problem in the relays. Uh, <laughs> we could have we could have a very good problem in the relays. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping to engage the coaches later tonight just to assess uh, because uh, I would be flying back to Joburg tomorrow evening. Mm. Uh, other engagements, and uh, uh, I hope that, as I say, we could look at uh, a, Above ten qualifiers, that would augur, that would augur very well for swimming South Africa, but certainly for South Africa as our country, in terms of uh, taking a team to the Olympics. Uh, very early to talk about medals and, yeah. and, and medal performances or podium performances, but uh, certainly participation would be at a high level. 
Yes, and, and we've mentioned the girls. What about the men? Or what about the boys? Because you've already touched on Matthew Sates. He has to be one of the most exciting talents that we have now. So last month, he beat Chad Cloyd, the Grand Prix in Durban. He's already, um, he's, he's already taken up a scholarship in the U.S., even though he's still in school, but he's, he's already said he's going there uh, next year. How exciting is he? He's, he's a, he's, must be one of the bright, uh, best prospects that we've delivered for a long time. But don't write off the old fox, as I call Chad Leclerc. <laughs> Uh, I, I watched him uh, soon, and uh, I watched him over the last couple of Grand Prix as well. Chad has got an unbelievable knack to come back and perform out of his skin. I've seen it in uh, the World Championships in in, um, in um, Korea, mm. uh, 2019, uh, when he was he was injured really, but he really swam well. He's uh, uh, a person with killer instinct, and and I I, I think we can expect a, a, a exceptional good performance from him at this championship or this trial. Mm. But most certainly, uh, he won't uh, uh, let things uh, slip, and 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 he he's always a person. He's a country. He's a countryman. He's a real South African, uh, and he would always like to fly the flag high. I would definitely not discount him at this stage. I I really think he. He has the ability to to deliver the goods. Not only that, he's also got but the there's, hunger there's too. Others as well. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And <laughs> and is is this the main qualification event for for Tokyo, or will there be other other opportunities for our swimmers besides the national champs? Uh, we are hoping to put one more event together after this, uh, if if possible. Uh, I, I, the, the high performance team is looking at that, uh, but there are some of the Grand Prix events that were qualification events as mm-hmm. well. Uh, we are we are not unhappy at the stage where we are. Uh, our swimmers could always have done. You know, South Africa is really a swimming country. Uh, if you look at the depth of our swimmers, right from junior level, if you look at co- uh, continental competitions we participated over the years, uh, our junior junior pro, uh, uh, elite program is really producing some of the talent. Uh, I mean, if you look at guys like Michael Ulia, who's uh, mm, mm. in the U.S. at this point in time, real, real talent. And uh, I I really think the depth of swimming South Africa is in a very healthy place. Um, and you know what? Uh, I, I must just say that uh, Swimming South Africa financially uh, never really had a, a corporate sponsor of note. Uh, but during um, 2020, with uh, the impact of COVID, we were really on our knees. Uh, National Lottery's organization came through for us and so that uh, the Department of Arts and Culture, I want to say thank you to uh, Minister Mpeto. Mm. Uh, and they really are, are supporting us uh, and it's good when uh, macro structures like that look after the sport and uh, and it's important because we are a sport-made country. Your uh, earlier interview about rugby mm. and uh, one of our best role models that you've interviewed uh, is testimony that once uh, the country uh, performs well in sport, everything goes well in our country. And, uh, and we certainly hope from an Olympic perspective that the team that would represent, from a swimming perspective, would represent this country, which uh, make us proud. Yes. And you've mentioned Michael Hulia, President. What happens now to the swimmers that are based overseas? How do they qualify? We have amended our criteria. It, it was normally a case that you had to participate in our national championships. Yes. We said you can participate where you are as long as the, it's a FINA-approved qualification event uh, uh, to swim a qualification time, and we will take that in consideration. You know that there was a total embargo of, uh, of uh, travel to the U.S., uh, and it's just 
what it is. I mean, the pandemic has changed the world. It's changed sport. Uh, and uh, we will um, take the times in consideration uh, uh, in terms of qualification. Okay. And how big is the team that you're looking to take, or what's the size that you're looking at? Uh, I am unable to say at this stage. Uh, maybe two more days within the within uh, the, net, the national uh, qualification uh, uh, trials, I would be able to have most probably a thumbs up. Uh, but I would be surprised uh, if we have less than 10 to 12 swimmers that qualify. Mm. Uh, if you even look at the swimmers that are based outside the country, uh, I would uh, definitely put my, my money on us at least having minimum two relay teams. Um, and, and more or less, uh, if you have an interview over the weekend on Sunday with me, I would be mm. able to give you a better indication of what the team size would look like. But that all depends on what the... And the amount of money that we get from our, our government in terms of uh, the team that's uh, okay. going to leave our shores for, for uh, Japan in uh, July. No, that's fine. It's similar to what we were told by the president of the SA Sports for the Physically Disabled, Moke Khrobla, about her team for the Paralympics. And on that note, I mean, these this aquatic champs are also for the Paralympians, right? That's correct. Uh, and there's some nice swims that I've seen uh, from the uh, para, uh, side of our, of our sport. Yeah. Uh, you know that. If I could just maybe spend a minute and talk about para swimming. Yes, you know, yes, para yes. swimming and para sport in our country. If you look at back about uh, 2008 at Beijing, our para team was on top of their game. Mm-hmm. Uh, London, they were still around about there in 2012. Uh, but para sport has uh, slipped in, in all disciplines, really, and there's a need for us to refocus on para sport, uh, really try and get para athletes into, into our federations because. It is one element that has always made our country proud. Uh, it's our para team. Uh, and uh, we have some good uh, talent in swimming, but I think we need to broaden the base so that there's more depth within the para environment. Uh, Theo Fister, our, our national coach for para and his team, are working extremely hard in ensuring that we focus on para, our para athletes. You know, uh, we, in a, we are an inclusive society in South Africa. And uh, para sport is important for swimming, uh, and para swimming is important for us, and that's why we've integrated it in every level of competition. Uh, and participation from uh, para sport at, uh, at the, at the para uh, games, uh, uh, we want to make sure that our athletes are well prepared for that. You think we can see another Terence Park in here that takes part in the Olympics? Uh, I, I think so. We can produce another Terence Parker. Uh, we can produce another Natalie De Toy. Yes. Uh, we, we have the we have the, uh, the athletes to do that. Uh, it is for us as a federation important to put the focus back on the para uh, 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 athletes, and, and then we will get we will get those athletes coming through. Yeah, but I saw their qualification is tough. Eh? So there should be some some good swims there in Kabecha. Yeah, no, there is because their process is a bit strict. Yeah, para qualification has always been tough because uh, if you look at able bodies uh, swimmers, look how, how well they swim in this competition. Uh, more or less the same is expected from a, from a disabled or a para uh, sport environment. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's what the para community wants. They don't want any sympathy with anything. Yeah. Uh, they are tough people. And uh, as long as we're an inclusive society, uh, our para, our para pe- uh, sport will do well. And just finally, President, are they? Are you all in a bio bubble now? Are the swimmers in a bio bubble? We are in a bio bubble. We have got uh, accommodation. Uh, it's a it's a bio bubble. We mm. have got you know our compliance officers, and I, I really want to acknowledge them and the work that they've done. 
a lot of them volunteers. Uh, mm. Our national compliance office in, uh, set up in Pretoria is, is giving direction to our regional and local district and, and club uh, compliance officers. And if you look at what we have to go through in terms of compliance, uh, I myself had to submit uh, my COVID test. Yeah. Uh, uh, we cannot go anywhere. It has to be done through the through the uh, compliance environment, uh, even if you need something from a pharmacy. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a very, very strict control environment. Unfortunately, so we have to do that to safeguard mm-hmm. the athletes that will be leaving our shores. Uh, the, the compliance is much stricter than what's prescribed by our National Department of Health. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the compliance team is really putting a good effort in the structure that they put in place to support the athletes and the officials. is extremely, extremely well designed and uh, it's working for swimming. It's working for us and we can't we can't become a super spreader event. It, it's just not on because we would be contributing to a dire situation in our country. Okay. Strict controls. No, masiye kapo ge monga meli ge si abulela ngekasha lakho ge. Ibulela namba. No, Masbulele, that's the president of, of Swimming South Africa, President Alan Fritz there. We're giving him some time to go catch the... Are the finals on now? Why is it gone? Yeah, I think the finals are on because it's the evening session. It, it's, it starts at six, so so that's why he was going up the stairs. He's still there at Newton Park Swimming Pool at Klebecha watching the finals there of the National Aquatic Champs. All the best to all those that are taking um, taking part and uh, we will be following the progress and we'll try and keep you updated as much as we can. It's not easy to get the, to get the, 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 the results um, immediately, but we do try. So we'll see what we can get for you throughout the rest of the championships. Let's take a quick break and then we'll end by talking about the Masters.